Welcome to the Ratman Podcast. Our first public episode. This is so stinking exciting. Yes, sir. So what we've been doing is like recording kind of practice episodes and just sending them out to people we know. And that's given us a really good foundation for podcasting in general like when we when we started honestly we were so bad it was actually awful it was hard to listen to yeah but before we get too far into that why don't we introduce ourselves all right sounds good so we'll be going by pseudonyms these aren't our actual names they are actually our (laughs) (laughs) why you never told me this anyway i don't know I'll, i'll start i am a fat rat isn't that what's on your birth certificate i thought for sure it was you see my birth certificate and my name is a man and we are your delightfully strange hosts of yep. this delightfully strange podcast exactly yep so yeah. in this podcast we'll be talking about everything from movies to books to tech basically anything and we'll hope you enjoy some laughs even though our some people won't like our humor but you know that's just that's just them it's kind of a you problem yeah exactly honestly if you don't like our humor then why are you listening to our podcast yeah and please don't leave us a one star review come on bro <laughs> It's just mean. For real. Anyway, so yeah, we'll have different segments. We'll introduce each segment as we go. So this is kind of yeah. like our introductory episode. Usually, for our introduction, we're going to be um, just kind of introducing ourselves, telling a little bit about ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, what we like to do, our hobbies, get to know us a little bit. But usually, uh, in our future episodes, we're going to be doing... Uh, we're going to be talking about like whatever we want to, whatever comes to mind, some kind of news, I guess. Like we're really into movies, so we're going to talk about movies a lot. There'll be a movie segment every time. Yeah. And then uh usually instead of our introduction as I was saying before. Sorry guys, we're still new at this. Where we'll be doing There's nothing on that page. <laughs> nothing on that page. Is there something on this page? No, this it's all blank. You erased it? No, oh, it's, it's this. this. All right, we'll be usually again? sorry about that. Uh we'll usually be doing small talk and follow-up yep but instead we're just gonna be introducing ourselves as episode. that's what i've been trying to say for the past 30 seconds <laughs> no that's all good basically we're not going to talk about who we are every single time um mm-hmm. but yeah who knows maybe in the future we'll answer some exactly. public questions yeah maybe we'll do a q a some days mm-hmm. you know we'll never know we're, we're just getting started and we're young so. and we have a lot of stuff planned yeah we have a lot of stuff for you planned we're hope we hopefully entertaining we should be I mean, our not. friends think we're entertaining, <laughs> so, but you know, you never know. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? All right. So as I said before, I am Fat Rat on birth certificate. <laughs> no, uh, but I am an aspiring writer. I love writing fantasy. Uh, I love reading, as a man may have mentioned before. Uh, I like reading fantasy books. I love the Lord of the Rings. I'm a huge LOTR nerd. I'm just a general nerd, honestly, in anything from books to movies not so much music, but yeah, speaking of music, I my favorite type of music is movie score. That's not necessarily popular. I know like no pop artists. Like one time a person I was asking, Hey, what you listening to? And she goes, Oh, I'm going listening to Post Malone. And I thought she said marshmallow. I'm like, Oh nice, marshmallow, <laughs> nice. Anyway, so yeah, I'm kind of a dunce when it comes to music. But yeah, I love movies i like action movies i love movies about british people who beat the crap out of bad guys <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and i'm just trying to think of other things you might want to know about me i have only finished one story and it was for my friends mm-hmm. but yeah 
Yeah, that's very interesting. So what are like some of your favorite movie series, just so we can kind of get an idea of like, okay, what okay. kind of demographic you're in? Um, so my I'm going to name off my top movie franchise. I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy, extended editions only. <laughs> uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, which we'll get into later. Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr., uh, one and two. Then this is where my movie favorite movie franchises gets a little messed up. I'm still not sure what comes after that, but those are like my top three movies. So I like fantasy, superheroes, and mysteries. And like I said, awesome British people beating the crap out of bad guys. Very cool. Yep. So yeah, I think it's your turn now. All right. Well, I already said that my name's a man, but in case you didn't know, my name's a man. And trust me, he is a man. <laughs> uh, so things i'm into i really like technology i've always liked technology even since i was a really little kid i've always liked knowing how things work but don't think that that makes me an engineer because that's probably not what i'm going to be um i just like looking at tech and stuff Mm -hmm. um also like editing a podcast and doing random video stuff with our friends that's always been really fun for me so that's kind of what i'm into uh i also have played piano for like seven years i think um And a a slightly less popular thing that some people might not be aware of, but I like solving Rubik's Cubes. So what that means is I like... This is going to sound stupid. (laughs) You Uh, like solving Rubik's Cubes. I guess that's about the simplest way to sum it up. Yeah, I learned how to solve a Rubik's Cube about six or seven years ago. And then I discovered speed cubing, which is essentially just doing that, but as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. So... Um, ever since then, I've kind of been on the road of improvement and trying to see how, how fast I can get with solving puzzles and whatnot. So it's, it's a very nerdy thing. We all have our things that we're nerdy in, but, uh, that's, that's one for me. And a man I'm, and I are both super nerdy in our different things. Like he's nerdy in all things tech and puzzles. I'm nerdy in all things stories. I just absolutely love stories. Mm-hmm. I'm also a bit of an audiophile. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. your speaker system. That's crazy. Yep. So I'm into cassettes and CDs and vinyl and um. Yeah, that's kind of music. What streaming music? Yeah, fine. I'm into streaming music. That doesn't sound very special, but no, everybody is. I or, I or do, do like you it. are you still buy music off of iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> not very often. Um, no, well, only not for at all. your video projects though. Uh, yeah, I used to, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where things go. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of a general synopsis of me and the things yeah. that I like. Yeah. So we've both done that. Yeah. All right. Well, we have our first segment to talk to, so let's head yes. to that. Yep. So what do we have to talk about for movies today? So this is our uh, new movie segment. We're basically going to be reviewing movies, our favorite movies. We probably won't talk about movies we don't like. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Batman and Robin, you know. Right. <laughs> but just a disclaimer. So we know that not all movies are for everybody. So every movie recommendation we make, I, we encourage you to look into them, see if they're right for you. All right? yep. Because we don't want people being emotionally scarred by the movies we like. Because sometimes yep. we do have a little darker taste. Like a lot of my movies on my top thing are really dark. But, you know, I like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we both really love the movie The Batman. Mm-hmm. But that's quite a dark movie. And it is. Honestly, for some dark. younger viewers, that's, like, really not appropriate for them. No. Um, and even for some adults who can't handle dark movies. Yeah. yeah. So, we, we do want to make sure you 
keep your brain pure. <laughs> yep. Read Plugged In or read a movie review or something exactly. like that. Plugged In is great. Uh, sometimes they can be a little overdramatic, but they do tell you all the content in the movies that could yeah. be concerning. Yeah, it's really helpful. So, yeah. So just remember that as we talk about movies. Yep. We probably won't go into the problems in our movies just because we just like raving about them. So. Definitely. All right. And our movie today, we may have heard a little sneak peek of it earlier. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So, crazy story. A man and I uh, were re-watching the Mission Impossible movies. He was actually watching them for the first time. And it turns out we both watched up till three, and then we Mm -hmm. hung out. And so we decided that we're going to binge watch Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. And then we we, uh, were hoping to go to dead reckoning that night so we would do four <laughs> very ambitious four mission impossible movies but sadly we didn't get to dead reckoning that night but we went to it the next day so we did this huge mission impossible bench it was so much fun it was very fun uh yeah that's memories bro memories yeah that was like two weeks ago anyways so why don't we so we're gonna start with mission impossible dead reckoning then we're gonna do like a franchise synopsis we're gonna rank all the mission impossible movies mm-hmm. So let's start with Dead Reckoning. So what Spoil- is this movie? Spoiler warning. Um, well, we'll start non-spoilers. We'll okay, start okay. Non-spoilers. So this is... So let's just give a little introduction about what the movie is about. Okay. So the movie is about an entirely new type of metaphorical bad guy in the sense that um, Tom Cruise, or Ethan Hunt in the movies, has always... Been, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, Ethan Hunt has always been fighting a person who has a motive that's quite contrary to his uh in this movie he's fighting an entity and not just an entity (laughs) not just an entity the entity which is the name of the character which is an an ai model from from my understanding which has become sentient and has some ulterior motives yeah it was supposed to be i think i'm still gonna rewatch this movie Uh, Mm -hmm. probably like tomorrow or something yeah i've uh, only seen it once but basically, from what I understand, the entity was originally just uh, supposed to be a weapon under a person's control, but it yep. started developing, and then it started to become sentient. Yeah, so, it's like the whole singularity thing that people are actually scared of in the world. Like, yeah. what Stephen Hawking theorized about was the singularity where AI becomes too powerful and becomes sentient and takes over the world. So yeah. that's, that's where this is headed where the ai is becoming smarter and smarter um and that's starting to become a threat and our first exposure to the entity is the opening submarine the russian submarine where basically they have a cruciform key which is basically like two keys you put together and they make a cross Mm -hmm. and basically this is the key to controlling the entity so we see them use that in the submarine the entity is kind of running the submarine and i think they can it makes them like invisible to enemy radar. And so mm-hmm. they see us on their radar, they see a submarine and they launch a torpedo at the submarine. But the entity actually is like sabotaging their, their submarine. The Sevastopol is what it's called. And uh, they launch the torpedo and it turns out the, the enemy submarine they're firing at wasn't there, but it was created by the enti- entity to make up their radar. So the yeah. torpedo went around and then hit their. Uh, the Sevastopol. Yeah. So in a way, it's a more threatening villain than a human could be. 
Exactly. It's very, very scary. But let's not forget Gabriel, the human villain working for the entity. So basically, he's described in the movie as the Dark Messiah, basically. And like the entity being a bad god. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the opposite. And, and before anyone gets worried, this is not like a spiritual kind of a thing. No, it's, it's, it's not. Just, but it's like a well, metaphor. It's, yeah, it's a it's metaphor. A metaphor. Uh, but yeah, Gabriel is basically the follower of the entity. It, he does whatever the entity says, and the entity basically can make him do pretty much anything because the entity has access to everything. Like, nothing yeah. nothing is safe from the entity's grasp. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. It's a very... Uh, you know, we, we've had the concerns about AI that's been really passing around lately and how, how much it can access and how, how much of a threat it could be. And I, I always figured in a movie that'd be really hard to actually portray as a villain mm-hmm. and make it actually coherent storyline using ai as a bad guy but this movie did it so well so that's like the the general plot line of the movie without actually giving anything away yeah and and so basically the imf team ethan luther ilsa benji are all working together to find the cruciform key before the governments do and before gabriel does so that they don't have control of the entity uh because if the governor the governments have control the entity that's too much power for one man and gabriel wants the entity basically just to release it you know because I mean? yeah he works for the entity but ethan and his team wanted to destroy the entity yep so that makes sense yeah all right so why don't we start off with characters what do we think of the characters i i liked everyone honestly uh, this movie was so good it was it is We'll we'll get to it in our Mission Impossible ranking, but it was one of my favorite Mission Impossible movies. It had everything you could ever want. The car chases were amazing. Uh, and there's, like, no characters you don't like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much in all Mission Impossible movies because, like, nobody hates Luther. Nobody better not hate Benji because Benji's the bomb. Benji is my probably my favorite character from yeah. the movies. Other than Ethan. I don't know. It's between Benji and Ethan, but yeah, Benji's it's just close. so awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, like, so if you had to choose one, would you choose Benji? I think I'd pick Benji. Like, after seeing him in the Star Trek movies, too, playing a Scotty, it's just, like, he's just a, such a fun character and a fun accent that he has. Yeah. And, like, he, he's really endearing in the in the movies. He's very, he's very, uh, you can empathize him with, with yeah. him a lot. Yeah, he's not stone cold. Like, Luther, you don't really get emotionally connected to him. But he's hilarious. I love him. He's a really fun character. I'm not saying, like, I don't like him. I love Luther as a character. I think he's really good mm-hmm. and puts a lot into the story. But um, Benji is kind of, like, a, a little bit he's the sweeter, I suppose. Yeah, he's I'm not the comic make, relief. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to make this sound weird, but, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you can emotionally connect with him. So I think that kind of brings him up a little bit more of a level in terms of likability for all the people on the IMF team. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. what, what did you think of Grace? the Christ. the pickpocket who oh yeah first. i thought there was some really interesting character development with her and i, I don't want to go too into depth because i mm-hmm. think we should kind of avoid spoilers because you know don't want to have people who have not seen this movie i, I want them to still be able to listen to the yeah. episode um i think grace's story was really interesting and in, in how she played into the plot um i'm not sure how much further i can go than that yeah honestly i wonder if ethan and her like I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But so, so this is movies called Dead Reckoning Part One, right? Yep. And so there was a kind of a cliffhanger on the end, but it wasn't as bad as Spider Verse, I would say. Yeah. Because Spider Verse had like you, the mo- the story was rolling, then boom, it's 
done. But this one kind of like it had falling climax as it's as uh, the term of art. Yeah. And it still it still is like the journey continues instead of everybody dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really like that about the film because I was still leaving the theater kind of satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't feel like a bad cliffhanger. really. Yeah. And by the way, Tom Cruise's stunts. Dude, this movie is one of the most visually. What's what's the way to put it? Like it's eye candy for some of it. Yeah, it's it's just absurd to watch. I, like I'm not spoiling anything because this is in the trailer. But when he jumps off that cliff, it's like his most famous stunt right now. He rides a helicopter off a cliff. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh my word! No, 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 no. Guys, he rides a helicopter <laughs> off a cliff. How do you do that? It's not like no. the helicopter flies. That's not what happened. He rode a motorcycle off That's the cliff. Better. That's yeah, better. Yeah. Sorry, I got my vehicles mixed up. Yeah. Dude, that yeah, that was crazy. Like you think you yeah. see in the trailer, but when you see in the movie, you're like, oh. because of all the tension that was building on the moment and yeah. what that actually meant for the story. And, and when Benji just explodes on him, it's like <laughs> I'm under a lot of pressure. I love how Benji through the movies, as he comes to get to know the Ethan, he starts to like almost overestimate him. Like in Rogue Nation, it's like, oh yeah, you can hold your breath for three minutes. Yeah, and Ethan's like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but yeah. Yeah. There's also some surprising... There's a lot of twists in this movie, which I yeah. really liked. What did you think of Paris, the character? I thought she was a cool assassin. Yeah. And that's the first time I've seen her in a movie with not antennas, antennas coming out of her head. Because <laughs> Guardians she plays, of the Galaxy. Yeah, she plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I thought she was really cool because uh, Mission Impossible stereotypes... No, not like spy movie stereotypes. They always have the assassin who doesn't say anything like james mm-hmm. bond every movie there's an assassin who just doesn't say anything he just tries to kill him. you know what i mean yeah so i'm glad they that's kind of fun that they added that to this one and that fight i don't think this is spoiling anything in the it's in the trailer briefly and but right in between the buildings it's like this narrow alleyway that fight where ethan has to fight paris and another thug is so stinking awesome actually i think every fight in the movie was thrilling yeah and one scene i particularly loved was the car chase I think Grace doesn't know how to drive a car. (laughs) Dude, this was like both the most funny and entertaining and thrilling and like edge of your seat car chase I've ever seen. And it was long too, which I love. I think it was about like four or five minutes. I left. I left. I wish I didn't leave to go to the bathroom, but I left to go to the bathroom, came back and it was still awesome. Yeah, it's it's really good. I um, I really loved the car chase. And It was very creative too, like how they were both handcuffed. Yeah, yeah, it was it was masterfully done yeah and then the the and the fight and that car chase takes a twist which we will not uh you remember yeah. it? not really but yeah okay i'll tell you later but <laughs> it ends in a twist and it's really a funny twist but it's also kind of a scary twist yeah and the man has no idea what i'm talking about well anyway yeah yeah okay so i want to say one more thing I love the score to this movie. Yeah. It's so stinking cool. I do like Fallout's better. Mm-hmm. Lorna, as soon as Lorna Belf took over the Mission Possible scores, they have been peak. Uh, but I love the use of drums, especially in the Mission Impossible theme. One of my favorite, favorite parts of the Mission Impossible movie is when they do like an overview of the movie as they're doing the credits. I think that's really cool how they edit and stuff like that. Yeah. But I just love the themes in this movie. The Entities theme is like very eerie. And uh, my favorite cue in the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 soundtrack is called The Phantom. The, 
what he does with what Lauren Belf does with the strings and that cue is amazing. So if you're a movie score fan, go check it out. Also check out the fall score. Mike Joe Kramer, uh, Joe Kramer, that's his name, right? Joe Kramer and Michael Michael Chikino scores Mission Impossible are like they're just very normal. But mm-hmm. Lauren, once Lauren Belf took over, it's like actually special now. That's so, crazy. I didn't know Michael Giacchino did some of the score. He did three in uh, Ghost Protocol. Okay. All right. So I think, I think we've covered Dead Reckoning enough. Is there anything else? Any final thoughts? Um, no. Other than it was just really well produced. The storyline was fantastic. Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise, they work so well together. Like ever since Christopher McQuarrie has take, took over in Rogue Nation, it has been nothing but bangers. It's been so good. Yeah, I love so I love those two. Anytime they're together, you know the movie's gonna be good and probably clean too. This is a fairly clean movie. Yeah, I can't think of anything bad with it that was in it. Well, except there's the club scene where there's some. Oh, yeah, but it's in the background, you know. Yeah, what I mean? it was that even wasn't too. And bad. it's also in the trailer, so if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the worst of the movie. Yeah, and there's not even any that any very much language. There's not. I don't remember anything. It's crazy. Maybe just we're so desensitized. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, but yeah, I, it's it's a. A fairly tame movie with a lot of action and a lot of intensity. Yeah, so. there, there's there's violence, but that's keep that in much. mind if you want to watch it. There's that's a Mission Impossible movie, so yeah. If you've seen any of the other ones, you'll kind of know what what you're in for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course, there's a character's throat does get slit. That's a little new to the Mission Impossible, but you remember characters throat getting slit in any other Mission Impossible movies? No, I uh, know knife violence is just a little more uh, brutal than gun violence. Just throwing that in there okay <laughs> nobody cares but anyways <laughs> <laughs> well okay on to the rankings yes so right. what are we doing here so we're gonna rank all six mission impossible movies uh, i told the man he could skip two because two is a pile of crap <laughs> <laughs> so uh i'll so i'll start off with two because it's at the bottom of my list yep. so number six mission impossible two so it's not necessarily that I absolutely hate this movie. Wait, I do sorry, think number seven, right? Oh, right, number seven. Sorry, there's yeah, seven they're... Mission Impossible movies now. Uh, anyways, the, I do not hate number two necessarily. Mm-hmm. There's parts I like about it. There's some really cool parts. It's just not gotten it. Like it's yeah. really cheesy. Like Tom Cruise has a mullet during the entire thing. It is the only Mission Impossible movie to deal with bioterrorism where there's dealing with a virus which i thought was kind of cool but it's also the most sexual of any mission impossible movies there's a lot of scenes if you know what i mean yeah and for some reason the director john woo has an obsession with pigeons (laughs) dude it'll be like there's the climax of the movie it's but ethan hunt's face a shot of ethan hunt's face a shot of the bad guy's face then pigeon (laughs) <laughs> it's so random just you're watching this like what's with the pigeons like there's so many shots of pigeons i want to see the movie just for the pigeons it is like so dramatic too it like zooms out like vroom, pigeons <laughs> <laughs> so there's one time where it's, the pigeons are actually used for an effect but it's uh, yeah it, don't know man don't know man and it's funny because ethan spends the entire movie getting hooked up with a girl right then the next movie, he's getting married to somebody else. So that's why I say it's very skippable. It's very useless. Yeah. The action scenes are sometimes just too much. Because <laughs> there's yeah. like one scene where they're driving motorcycles at each other. And they both hop off. And there's like this huge explosion. And yeah. it's just so over the top that it's just not cutting it. It just doesn't cut it. Yeah. All right. So then 
you'll just go Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, so I, I don't know how we're, if we're doing like your whole list and my whole list, but I think we could like go we'll, by number. So I would agree, number seven, number two. <laughs> you just put number seven at the bottom of your list? No, 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 Dude, no, no, why no. do you hate Sorry. Dead Reckoning? <laughs> That's not what I mean. I mean, the seventh movie, as in the, the one on the bottom of my list, I would agree with you is number two Yeah. because I've never seen that movie because you tell me it's it. so bad. Yeah. And from what I can hear, it's probably not it's just great. really really cheesy and kind of inappropriate at times yeah so all right all right so should, then i should go next and we will be on the same page yeah all right so the next one okay this is where i need to think about it a little bit i thought you had this you're gonna out. you're gonna hate me for this but the next one i'm putting is mission impossible 3 no are you serious okay it's fun the first time you watch it when you don't know what's gonna happen it's really fun but I've only seen it once. I wasn't crazy about it when I the second time I watched it. Really? Compared to the others, it has it's like Mission Impossible Two but slightly better. Huh. It's um it's very campy, I would say. Campy. Well no not campy. Because Batman and Robin is campy. I I don't know how to really explain why I don't like it. It just kind of it's a little bit over the top is what I'm saying. Also, I don't really like the bad guy. Either I thought the bad guy was just a fat guy who just really didn't have any motivation. Yeah, it was strange. I know what you mean. Like, why did he want the rabbit's foot? Even though Benji is introduced in this movie, which, you know. Is the best part. Yeah, is the best <laughs> part. And how he just goes all doomsday on him. Every time I see something like the rabbit's foot, I just think of the anti-god. You know what I mean? Remember yes. the anti-god whole spiel? That was, that was funny. Yep. So there's parts that I do love that movie. It's the most dark and intense one, especially because, like, you know, at the end of the movie, Ethan has electrical charge stuck in his head. So, yep, <laughs> yeah. So, I would probably put it there. So, okay. what's your what's your number six? I would say Mission Impossible number one. Honestly, I, that used to be my ranking, but yeah. Uh, to be fair, I've seen all the movies only once, so this is it's kind of my first impression of every movie. But all I got from this was that it was a difficult to follow plot with not that high of stakes. It wasn't very intense. But, I mean, it was, like, looking back on it, and if I understood all the little things in between, I think it'd be a pretty cool plot, but it kind of just lost me halfway through the movie. All right, so is that all you have to say? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so now I'm going to go to number five. Uh, five, which is the same as yours. I think it's above Mission Impossible 3, and here's why. So the first time I saw it, I completely would agree with you. Yeah. I was sick. I had no idea what was going on. I was so tired, and, like, I... As soon as the first shot happened, I had no idea what was going on. But the second time, that movie's really good. Once you understand the stakes, once you understand the story, it's really fun and really intense, too. Like, even on second watching, I was, like, holding my breath because, yeah, yeah. I thought it, the plot's amazing. Luther is in it. He's in every movie, but he's still just awesome. Yep. And it has so many plot twists. I love the rubber masks. I think that's a really cool touch. How yeah. you never know who in like who. every movie. In every movie, and almost in every movie, the thing breaks when they need it most. The little machine that makes the mask breaks yeah. when they need it the most. But, anyways, so yeah, I would put Mission Impossible as number five. Very cool. So which one is your number five? My number five, I think I would have to say, would be MI four, which is Ghost Protocol, right? Yes. Great movie. Don't get me wrong. Great movie. Very intense. Can you see my unpressed look on my face? I do. It's you're disappointed in me, aren't you? If you put three on third, I'm gonna be so mad at you. Anyway, hey, what going. slot is this? Number five. Yeah, this is number five. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I just say ghost protocol. I don't really remember too much of it. But, I mean, yeah. like, four, five, six, and seven have all been such good movies. So, I'll, I feel like they've had a similar plot. Also, I did watch three of them in the same day. That might be why I'm getting a little mixed up. Yeah. But um, I think I do remember how much I enjoyed each of them, and that's coming into you my ranking. Mission Impossible 4. I, I do remember that. Yeah. I mean, we're getting to the territory where I'm loving all the movies that are coming up. Yeah. So, it's not saying that MI4 is a bad movie by any means. So what's your fourth favorite movie from the MI franchise? MI4. <laughs> yeah. So I, so again, first, first time watching it, I would agree with you. Yeah. But this, the second time watching it, actually I actually have watched it three times now. Really? Yeah. Uh, and it just gets better each time. I just got on Blu-ray. It is hilarious and it yeah. is really intense. Was that the one where they had that, the hallway scene? Yeah, the hallway scene. Yeah, that was Benji. like my favorite part. Dude, I, Benji in this movie, I think it's probably his most comedic act. Like yeah. when he's talking to the, to the Russian, Russian guy who's checking them in, he's like, you're going to regret this eager vomp. Like every time he says it, like eager vomp. I thought that was hilarious. Actually, I, I'm going to change my, my slot. Oh, finally you got wise. This next... What what was the slot number five? Yeah, nope. number five. Yeah, number five. My no, fifth. My f- yeah, number four. You're on four now. Yeah, I'm on four. <laughs> this is confusing. My fifth favorite movie. I'm changing to Rogue Nation number five. Okay, that just. All right. Is five not Rogue Nation? Five is Rogue Nation. Okay. But sometimes you're just wrong. Anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to get a good opinion here. If you never mind, you need to see them again. Okay. You just need to see them again. I do. So your fourth one was the fourth movie, Ghost Protocol. Okay. So, so why is it just quick? Why is Rogue Nation number five? Um, because Ghost Protocol is better. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're not that's, happy. That's with me. that's your opinion, dude. I'm getting so mixed up with the movies. If I had them Ghost all straight Protocol in my head, I think with I'd... Solomon Lane. So is the next one. So is Fallout. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm changing it from every movie. My fifth favorite Mission Impossible movie is the sixth one. Don't look at me like that, dude. I don't know. Let's just move on. Okay. So sixth one. That's your final answer. Sure. All right. So what's your fourth one then? Uh, I would say MI three. All right. So your fourth one's MI three. I'm getting that out of the so way. So then your fifth one is Ghost Protocol, right? Yep. All right. No, no, no. So, third, 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 third. No, we're not. All right. So let's. let's I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna retract. So MI two is for me. It's MI two, MI three. Bottom up, right? Yeah. Mission Impossible. One. Number four. Yeah, Mission Impossible one, then number four. Okay. So that's number four is my fourth one. Okay. And so. Then your second one. So then, yeah, okay. So then it'll be for you. It's Fallout. And then it's, then it's. Uh, what are we doing here? Okay, you you just went over your whole list. Yeah. My whole list is least favorite to most favorite. It'd be. Well, we we'll just go up to number four. Just go up to number four. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Am I two? Then am I one? Then yeah. Fallout number six. Yeah. And then am I three? All right. Sounds good. All right. So then it's my turn. My next one is going to be Mission Impossible. Rogue Nation, because mm-hmm. this movie's 
awesome. Yeah. This was, I just love this movie so much. So I love, one of my favorite parts is when he's, when the mission is, go- when he's going through the mission, right? Uh-huh. And it turns out it's the syndicate. Yeah. Talking to him. That was awesome. And awesome bad guy introduction. The syndicate is such a cool idea as like a rogue nation, you know? And then we also introduced Ilsa Faust. Benji's hilarious in this movie. We're just rapid fire here. Yep. And Tom Cruise does some crazy stunts when he's hanging out in the plane. Yeah. Very cool. That's a really good movie. I need to stop articulating how much yeah. I love these movies because we need to hurry up a bit. So my third favorite movie, I would say, would be... Ghost Protocol? Yes. Yeah. Ghost Protocol. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. All right. My third favorite movie is Ghost Protocol. It was really funny, really entertaining, really intense. Good. All right. Great movie. Sounds good. All right. So my next one is Mission... Second, second favorite movie, right? Yeah. So we're getting close to one. Okay. So my second favorite movie is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Bar 1. <gasps> You're really flipping them? Yeah, I think so. Okay. This movie was great. But... Now, I'm going to articulate this more when I get my first one. So, yeah. So, you go now. My second favorite movie was Rogue Nation. Understandable. But also. So, we have the differing opinion for the first one then. Definitely. Yep. All right. So, my favorite movie is Fallout. Dude, what the heck? This movie is perfect in every way, shape, or form, and you just put it at five? No, I didn't. Dude, Fallout. Wait. You just put it at five. I did. It is the best, probably one of the best action movies ever made. No, 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 no. I put the sixth one at, at five. That's a Fallout, bro. Oh, uh, okay. All right. First of all, this movie Seriously. has so many stinking plot twists. I love it. I love every plot twist. I love yep. every back. I love every character. It is so stinking awesome lauren bell score unlike anything i've ever heard he does like synth with the mission possible theme i get so hyped about it after the third time watching it it gets better fourth time actually it gets better and better each time wow your turn crazy uh dead reckoning we already talked about this so much it's my number one it's just ultra fun super good movie super good plot yeah that's about all i have to all right so sorry about this overlong movie segment Movie segments aren't usually getting me this long, but yeah. since we did rankings with it, and since yeah. I went way too long on articulating each movie, uh, the this move this segment was a bit longer. Yep, and also I'm really sorry for the confusion about my list. I hadn't thought this through ahead of time. Um, You're the one who's like, let's just be spontaneous about uh, it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I hope it. I hope it was followable. And then again, like even if I ranked a good movie like fourth. It's still an amazing movie. I love all of them. Yeah, except number two. Uh, I, I actually kind of like number two too. Yeah, but, I, you know. it sounds like it has a little bit of charm. But yeah, but except the pigeons. What the heck? Alrighty, now on to the next segment. Finally, yeah, <laughs> we're so sorry, guys. Here we go. Hey, editing a man here. Uh, I just wanted to go over my finalized list after we recorded the podcast, and I'm really sorry that my list that I gave was really 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 confusing so here's my actual list from bottom to top i have mi2 mi1 mi3 mi4 mi5 mi6 mi7 okay so for our next segment uh the segment will vary with each episode but this time we're gonna have a man do a tech review of which he has airpods gen 2 that's what they're called right AirPods Pro Gen 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So I have been a longtime AirPods fan. Um, you got me into them. 
I did. And I also got the rest of my family into them. Uh, I bought, I actually, funny story. I had a dream. Um, <laughs> sounds like a speech. Uh, I had, I had a dream. No, I actually, I straight up went to bed and then during my dream, I was like with some friends and we went to a pirate ship and the loot was just AirPods. <laughs> uh, I had another dream as well. And at that point it was, I, I was like, is this, does this mean I should just buy AirPods? Cause I didn't really have that many good headphones. And I was like, yeah, I'll just buy AirPods. Wow. So that day Shave I just head. went and bought AirPods and that was a really good choice. It was totally worth the money. I bought AirPods pro first gen and I used the crap out of those things. Okay. Um, they are very, very worn, and it got to the point where the left one started to rattle, like with the bass. Um, so it just tick away. Um, oh, did with you have noise your bass all the way up? No, it was just normal. Like even without anything playing, the left one would tick as I moved my head, mm-hmm. and the right one would hiss. So I'd put it in sometimes, and it would just go, <laughs> and it would just go away. And so it kind of got to the point where I was like, "Yeah, I don't really want to deal with this anymore." So, so the Gen Twos had been out for a little while, but I was like. I just want them anyway. So a little while ago, I bought the AirPods Gen 2, and I can say I really like them. And this isn't like a breaking news kind of thing. It, they've been out for a while, but I am really happy with them. You know, here's a little sound test of the case. The most important part. It's, it's very nice. So one of the big improvements is they added a speaker onto the case. That was a big gripe with the first gens is they, they would not. If they were in the case, you could not find them. But now you can just play a handy dandy little sound from your phone to your AirPods. You can ping them and it'll make a noise straight from the case. Let me get it ready. Oh, but that's what I, I can. I thought I could do that with the first gen. No, three. it's only if the AirPods are out of the case. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Oh, I'm serious. Before, but all right. It doesn't work for me. I'll trust um, you, buddy. Dude, they even feel like weightier. They feel wow. really nice. Wow. So here's the sound that they make. And it just helps you kind of find... Oh, stop it. You're good. I, I dude, know where you are. Dude, you're making the thing go red. <laughs> no, that's just the recording. No, no <laughs> never mind. Oh, I'll fix it later. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy with them. Another thing is the sound quality. They sound far better than the first gen. And the first gen already sounded great. They did, but they didn't have much bass. Um, they had a good amount. But sometimes, <clears throat> unless they had the perfect seal in your ears, they would kind of not be bassy enough. And Apple always boasted their quote-unquote adaptive EQ. And I was, always was wondering, what does that even mean? I figured it out. With the second Gen 1s, it detects how it's placed in your ear and adapts the sound of it that way. So That's crazy. I was working and I was kind of sweaty, and so they were sliding out of my ears a little bit. Um, and then I, I reseated them, right? And as I pushed it back in, I could tell that the bass was really loud for a second, and then it quieted down because they changed position in my ears. What? So even if they're not in the same position in their ears, they try and sound the same because of using some really, really cool computation. That's cool. Speaking so, of which, the noise canceling is phenomenal. I was just about to ask that. How yeah. is, what about spatial audio? It's better. Every part of these is better. The sound stage is really good, which in, in technical terms basically means how wide they feel, how 3D they feel. For being mm-hmm. inside of your ears, that's really hard to do. No joke. And these sound great. Um, they look great too. Yeah. Sheesh. Like the the noise canceling is literally on par with my Sony XM4s, which are three hundred dollar over the ear headphones. Wow. Um, are those the one you? Yeah, those are the ones I'm actually wearing right now. Okay, nice. But um, yeah, I thought that there's no way AirPods could even come close rivaling noise canceling and even sound quality compared mm-hmm. to my Sonys. But it's actually pretty close. Dang, and know? they're they're in ears too. So yeah, that's, and that's they're really crazy. convenient. They fit right in your pocket. So 
Well, so you so we get noise cancellation, spatial audio, and then transparency oh, oh, is also yes. better. Yes, transparency. The mics are so much better. I never used transparency on my first gen ones. Like even right after I, they were brand new, I I tried it out. I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, but it's not great. I didn't really feel like it worked because. My mom still had to yell to get my attention even yeah. when I had it on. Yeah, well, with the new transparency mode in the second gen ones, it's very crisp. It's very clear. The microphones are way better. And now it's actually a viable option for me to put both AirPods in and just turn it on transparency. Cause like while you're working and stuff? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should invest in some of these. Are they more expensive than the... Uh, They're the same price. Okay, So sweet. what I would say is if you have a good pair of first gens, it's not like worth upgrading. Maybe. Unless yours are in horrible condition like mine. Well, mine are just like a tad bit newer than yours. So yeah. you're old. First but gen, I use so. mine all the time and True. outside a lot. And they, they went through the ringer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah, so that is the AirPods second gen pro. Pro second gen. Sorry. Yep. Need to get my tech thing straight. All right. Thank you, Aman. And we'll move on to our next segment. So our next segment is miscellaneous which is kind of where we just oh, talk about yeah, whatever sweet. we feel like and so for our first episode we thought it'd be fun if we talked about <laughs> how we met each other oh my so we're great friends now that's yep. to be a precursor to this but how old were we when we first met probably about like seven eight six I would say. really six six no seven yeah i would say seven. okay that's pretty close yeah six or seven <laughs> This is such a stupid story. Oh, my word. All right. So one time I woke up one morning and my mom was like, hey, I'm going to meet with this new mom, the, this mom I just met, and she has a son, so you can go hang out with him. Yeah. So I'm actually going to tell a part of the story that nobody has ever known. Have I known? No. What? Because <laughs> I forgot about this until today. <laughs> so... When I was little, I used to be a huge Lego fan. I mean, I'm still a Lego fan. Uh, I still have 150 Lego sets. Most of them are boxed up now, but ah, uh, but yeah, I was a huge, like even a bigger Lego fan when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I was known for overpacking Legos when I went to friends' houses. Oh my word, this is so stupid. <laughs> and I had this police station. All right, mm-hmm. this is kind of off topic, but since we're in miscellaneous. And I really wanted to bring this police station to this hangout. And so I got three huge boxes, like ginormous boxes. I don't know why my parents let me do this. And th- threw the police station in, th- in these boxes. To take to a friend's house? To take to your house. Are you for real? I thought this it was, was at a... your house that we met. No, no, it was at your house. I remember distinctly. Are you kidding? I yeah. did not remember this but, at all. Good, because I got smart and be like ah this isn't worth it then i unloaded it <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of just a random side note so i that's why i brought my 100 dollar lego police station to your house <laughs> anywho so so i'm lego obsessed right yeah well then a man who's who was too cool for school when he was seven <laughs> actually i liked legos i did just not that much <laughs> You, you are not a true diehard Lego fan. No, I never was. Because but... I was... I actually ended up bringing like three minifigures to your house instead of an entire PlayStation. Anyways, <laughs> random intrusive of thought. But, yeah, you were sports obsessed instead of Lego obsessed. For and some so reason. I was like, we were both 
really did not like each other at all. We had like totally opposing interests. Yeah, because I was like, let's play Legos. And you're like, and I want to go throw a ball. I'm like, you weirdo. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so we met at your house for the first time, right? No, it was Actually? at your house. I remember distinctly. Huh. I was using your Lego bricks to build. I remember like that one of the first times we met was at your house, like next to a bed or something. And we were. No, it was next to your bed. Oh, actually? Yeah. I don't think so. You wanted to throw a ball outside, and it was in your backyard. Huh. And thankfully, we left right before you did that, because <laughs> if you know me, I do not like sports. I don't like sports either, which well, is really not, funny, because I now used to be kind don't. of into sports, but like, yeah. You would wear a football jersey like every day. Yeah, I know, I did. I used to really like football, but it kind of just lost interest to in me. Uh, yeah, because it was glad. like the same thing every single time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of sports. Like my whole family, huge football fans. I'm like, yeah, don't like that. Yeah. I always went and played Legos and read books while my <laughs> family would watch football. Well, I do remember like we were playing with a Spider-Man Lego set. Yep, yep. Doctor, was that really at my house? That was because I never had those Spider-Man Legos until I was older. Huh. Before I well, anyway, uh, my the general impression was that. We, we did not click at you all. No, no, we did not. And I've had that with some other friends of mine, actually. is like we really do not have a good impression of each other the first time, and then we're kind of made to hang out anyway because we, we got in the same class for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. we kind of just like learned to tolerate each other. And yeah. Over the past couple of years, you know, we've become really great friends. So that you, really changed. <laughs> I remember lot. when my brother passed you in the hall, and he like bumped into you. <laughs> And later that <laughs> night, my brother's like, dude, that kid's really a jerk. <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> you were like, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I don't remember this part of the all story. He, <laughs> all he wants to do is just throw a football. <laughs> Why doesn't he like Legos? I thought everybody liked Legos. <laughs> Anywho, yep. So that's the story. It's not too impressive, but it's kind of funny. It's now yeah. we're like best friends. So Yeah. Yeah, it's a a pretty stark change from how we used to be. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm still better by the Lego game, bro. Sorry, man. I honestly do not even remember that. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to this miscellaneous section. Are we going to keep going? Is there other stuff we can talk about? I don't think so. I think we could just move on to our next thing, which is going to be really fun. What is it? I forget. What's the rest in your notebook? Well, I'll tell you in just a sec. Well, this is our challenge segment. We're going to try and do this um, maybe not every episode because sometimes it's hard to figure out something to do, but uh, we're going to try and do it, you know, pretty frequently. And this week's challenge is tongue twisters, but with a twist, no pun intended. Uh, This week, we're going to be doing something called a speech jammer. So what that is, is where we can hear ourselves talking right now, but it's almost in real time. So we can hear our voices just as we're saying it. But what we're going to do is delay our voices about half a second to a second after we're talking so that it makes it really hard to talk because we're hearing our own voice just from a second ago playing back into our ears. Um, It might not sound that difficult, but believe me, it's really hard to talk and you're going (laughs) to be laughing at us as we um, sound crazy while we're reading off some tongue twisters. Yep, yep. And these, are these tongue twisters pre-read? I don't know. Never mind. Uh, no, not yet. I actually have to go find them. I think No, oh, wow. Okay. Sounds good. So, uh, today... <laughs> <laughs> you need to turn it off! <laughs> turn it off! Oh, okay. 
All right, so I turned on the speech jammer a little bit too early. Um, we're going to be going to the first tongue twister. Fat, fat Rat, would you like to do the first one? Or do you want yeah, me to do I'll the do the first, first one. one. All right, here we go. This might get a little loud, so prepare your ears. You ready? Yep. You have it. Oh, yes, you do. Okay, this is weird. Go. Pet kid poured curd pulled cod. That's a pretty short one. You want to read it without the speech? Oh, wait, sorry. You want to read it without the speech jammer? Uh, yeah. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. All right. That makes zero sense. Yeah. All right. I have the next one. Oh, this one's going to be kind of difficult. All right. Here we go. Is it harder to toot or to tutor to tutors to toot? You tell me. That one's interesting. You should try it a little faster. Um, hold on a second. I might be able to do this a different way. Sorry, just a little bit of rearranging here. Get off your computer. Relax. I'm doing this for us right now. Alright. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Let's make sure this is good. Yep. Alright. Three, two, one, go. Brisk Bright Brigaders brandish broad sword bright blades. Hmm. That's painful. <laughs> oh, you didn't read the whole thing, actually. Oh, my word. Let's try this again. There you go. Brisk Brave brandished broad bright swords blunderbusses and bludgeons balancing them badly. <laughs> you want to read it without the speech jammer? Brisk Brave bring Brisk brave bring that was harder. Brisk brave brigaders brandish broad bright swords, blunderbusses, and bludgeons, balancing them badly. Wow, that's wild. All right, my turn. If you if you must cross a coarse cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross coarse cow across the crowded cow crossing carefully. Dude, these are hard. Well, I mean. I think I did that one all right. Yeah, that one was good, but oh. you kind of messed up at the end. You got the classic one. Oh, butter for Betty. Yay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Betty butter, 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 butter. Betty bought was bitter. So Betty bought a better butter, and it was better than the butter, better, but before. Ow. <laughs> that, was, that was hard. No kidding. Oh no, I have a tricky one. Well, this one's short though. Yeah. How can a clam cram in a clean cream can? <laughs> that I don't wasn't know. too bad. You tell me. No, I don't know. Oh, yes. Oh, dude. I've seen this one. I don't even know how to pronounce some of these words. All right. Here you go. Imagine an, an imaginary menagerie manager managing an imaginary menagerie. That was perfect. That Thank was really you. good. It didn't feel perfect. <laughs> it actually sounded really good. All it's right, we'll fun. just do a couple more and then we'll be done with this. Well, we should make our segments, like, of course, not Mission Impossible segment long, but <laughs> we should make them at least a little longer. Okay, yeah, a few more. You know, yeah, a few more. You know more. what I mean. Yeah. All right, here I go. I like New York. Unique New York. I like unique New York. I don't know why. Ow, that hurt my brain. Ready? Send toes to ten stout, says ten tall tents. 
That was difficult. But... That one seemed quite difficult, actually. Yeah. I should have said it uh, faster. Oh, here we go. It, yeah, it's funnier when we do it faster. Ooh, so Roy, Warriors at the brewery. Hmm. I'm going to just full send it. I'm not going to actually try. I mean, I'm going to try, but like, I'm not going to take it slowly. All right. Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior, we're ready to read Wrongling the Ruler Brewery. <laughs> what was that? That was way harder than I expected. So it really says, Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior were reared wrongly in a rural brewery. Wow, that twisted me up even without Reared wrong? What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. They were like raised in a brewery? I don't know, man. You Hopefully ready? that doesn't mean anything. Ready for yours? Uh, yeah. All right. Ooh, scissors, sizzle. Thistle, sizzle, scissors, thistle, scissors, 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 thistle, sizzle, thistle, sizzle. That's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, it's like four words. Oh no! Here we go. Uh, is this one? Is this one it's good? It's fine. Yeah. All right. Six. Sick hicks, nick six slick bricks with picks and sticks. That one was good. You did good on that one. Thank you. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. It's kind of tricky. All right, here you go. <laughs> I wish to wish the wish you wish to wish, but if you wish the wish, which witches wishes, I will <laughs> wish the wish you wish to witch. Wish. <laughs> wow. That's a tricky one. Well, that's because they repeat wish 60,000 times. Oh, here we go. We've all heard this one. She sells seashells by the seashore. You practiced. I didn't. I've actually done that one before. Yeah, I know. That's why I said you practiced. I mean, not today, but yeah. <laughs> here you go. Yay, I get the hard ones. The 33 thieves thought that they thrilled the throne throughout Thursday. Hey. Alright. Dude, turn off the world delight. Mm. <laughs> oh, thank you. Alright, I think this would be my last one. Alright, then I'll go one more time. Yep. If you'd like to. Yeah. Alright, here we go. Yeah. We wonder if oysters would be annoyed by incessant repetition of these hard tongue toasters. Oh wait, that was the <laughs> description. <laughs> For a second, this is this tongue twister sucks. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the real tongue twister. <laughs> Any noise and noise and oyster, but noisy noise and noise and oyster more. <laughs> what? Okay. So okay. should I read the description for this one too, or if you want to? <laughs> no, I'll just say the six six choke six sheep sick. <laughs> now, what was that even without the tongue twister? The, the six sick shikes, six sheep's sick. Huh. Huh. Well, anyway, Hopefully. thanks to Reader's Digest for this. Oh, that was Reader's Digest? Yeah. I couldn't digest them very good, but. Their article called 40 of the Hardest Tongue Twisters in the English Language. Thanks to them for letting us hopefully use their. Tongue twisters. <laughs> they just come after a lawsuit. But Hopefully not. That or they're not grammatically. Fair so. use, please. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the episode of the first episode of the Ratman podcast. It was a little rough, but I think we got through it. Yeah. Hopefully people listened to it. 
if you like this episode leave us a five-star uh review please and you can hit that ring ding dingy bell thing in jiggy that yeah. i'll notify you every time we come up with the episode we're aiming towards once a week hopefully, hopefully. yep yeah we got to get in the swing of things but yeah definitely as you, can, as you can this like i said before this episode's a little rough i'm still learning how to form sentences properly so <laughs> <laughs> but anyways thank you for listening uh, leave us a five-star review, like I said before, and I'm repeating myself, so that means it's time <laughs> to stop. See you later, folks. Bye.